This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at the Rat Hour Podcast. Check it out if you're into discussions about seasonal fruit, hard-hitting political analysis, and discussions about recent Marvel shows of which I cannot remember the name. Actually, just for you listeners, I'll give you a preview of next week's Rat Hour episode. Okay, well, if you want to find out what that's all about, make sure you tune into the Rat Hour, part of the Tube Podcast Network. Okay, let's start the show. And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Top 3 Podcast, where we honor the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. Today's topic is Top 3 Things We Used to Hate But Now Like. Um, Before we start, if you want to support the show, please tell your friends, subscribe, rate, and review if you can, and follow us on our social media pages at a Top 3 Podcast. When we post an episode, feel free to leave your own Top 3 in the comments, and we can chat about it. We're also putting out a call for listener top threes before recording, so keep your eyes on those pages and we might read yours on the show. Check your episode description for links to our various pages. Today's episode, again, is the top three things we used to hate but now like. We have the whole crew here today. My name's Dave Jackson. With us is Aaron Angle. What's up? Alan Nichols. Hi, guys. Fan favorite Bloodbath McGrath. Hello. <laughs> Went with hello. That's what you go with today. Always, always, always yeah, funny. Always That's funny. what the fans want. That's what the fans want. <laughs> the fans want a simple hello and chipper hello. Bloodbath's got the pulse of the fans. And with us today <laughs> is a friend of the show, Saturday Night Live alum and top three enthusiast, Luke Null. Luke, how you doing? What up? How's life? What's good? <laughs> Are you trying to compete with Bloodbath's intros there? No, because I'm not shooting for fan favorite <laughs> at this point. I'm shooting for this is someone we don't know. So it, if he says, you know, what's good to start, I think that's a good setting the baseline. Right on, right on. All right, I got my eye on you. Let me right away before <laughs> I, uh, before anything else happens, let me derail it right away and say, weirdly enough, one of my best buddies is named Alex Nichols. And we, huh. as a joke, mis- like purposefully misspell his name every time we write it. And so we- I've been calling him Alan Nichols for years as a joke. <laughs> I said, like, Alec, I love taking your sons to this thing. He has two young sons. And it's he's never, ever called it out that we never say Alex. We always say Alan or something like that. Which is just weird that you're the real Alan Nichols. So these guys should start whenever they're tech writing your name, just write your name as Alex forever. Alex Nichols. <laughs> Alex Nichols. 
I can oh, you're right talking now, about like, Alexis? Non-stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of I'm like how uh, we're at the point now where people are starting to ask us why we call bloodbath bloodbath, and it's just never going to be addressed. So, listeners, you can ask all you want, but unless Forbidden you start answer. paying us on Patreon or something, we're not revealing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not to the I grave. Think- I think it's fairly straightforward if you know his last name. That's true. But it, there's more to it than that. Don't ruin the mystique. Okay. <laughs> it's the mystique. It's not the obvious reference that it's from. <laughs> we, also, we also agreed to, uh, to respect the dead that we wouldn't tell anybody about the origins. So. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. That's right. All right. Um, so like I said, today's, uh, top three topic is things we used to hate, but now like, uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, the way it works is we have our topic. Each of us chose our top three and we'll take turns going, uh, in order. So all of us will say our number three, then our number two, then number ones, honorable mentions quickly at the end, and then listener responses. So this topic is a bit more general than the ones we usually pick, um, but I think that means we're going to hit a variety of subjects in this episode, and perhaps in later episodes we'll be more specific. But um, I don't know. I found this kind of difficult at first, but I was hit by like 75 ideas last night and this morning. So it turns out I used to hate a bunch of stuff, and now I'm pretty much okay with everything. So it turned out to be not so bad. (laughs) Anyone else? I like... I thought this was the easiest one for me, honestly. Like, I am. It's because you're a such hater. a hater. Yeah. I'm a fucking hater, dude. And it's messed up that Dave is okay with police violence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that got. That was, was in my top three and it got edged out. Yeah. It's an <laughs> no, honorable mention. The easiest one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's you right. Used you know, to, we do used do honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a little. It was a little difficult, but I, I, I personally didn't want to just make the whole list about like food and drinks. So I found I thought of a couple of things same. that gave it a pretty nice variety. Ve- yeah. Very much same because I think food is an easy one to, for us to honorable mention the heck out of. Yeah, yeah. True, for sure. And that could be its own episode easily. Foods you used to hate, but now like. Mm-hmm. But we'll hit some. That'll be the we'll hundredth episode. Spectacular. <laughs> People are gonna want that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to get us uh, started with one that might be a bit controversial. We'll see. Um, We're going to go me, then Aaron, Alan, fan favorite, Bloodbath McGrath, and then Luke is going to finish us up. So what's good? What's good? I almost said Luke is going to (laughs) finish us off, but he is. That was the deal. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We let him talk to Bloodbath and then he does that for us. And then I translate what Bloodbath says to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my number three thing that I used to hate, but now like is Crocs. Um, (laughs) Crocs is a very funny. (laughs) Uh, I used to I used to be with the like the groupthink idea that Crocs are lame and uh, ugly and all that. I mean they're ugly, but um, I have seen the light as far as Crocs go, guys. Um, it happened when I moved to Korea and I'm not allowed to wear my outdoor shoes inside the schools that I work in. Uh, you have indoor shoes so that the schools stay clean. And so I bit the bullet and bought some Crocs and they're the most comfortable motherfucking shoes out there. So Crocs are great. 
It's actually pretty funny that like you're in a school in South Korea. It's wild that like uh, like 27 of the lower states in this country also have a requirement that you have to wear Crocs as a teacher in the school. <laughs> <laughs> they won't hire you unless you show your collection. Like Crocs are a requirement here now too. You've been gone for a while. Okay. Yeah, yeah dude. There's like there's government some things, mandated. I'm sure there are lots of things like, that Crocs are going to be they're going to be shocking when I go back to the U.S. and the croc requirement i'll be ready for that i won't be shocked anymore <laughs> yeah this is just to prepare you yeah you missed out on the great croc war of 2015 <laughs> yeah i i do feel like crocs went like it was cool to not like crocs but now people are like all aboard the croc train again yeah it's they, the, the they went away the tide is turning get on the right side of this guys make sure you're make sure you're on the right side I think everyone's just getting ingrown toenails and the Crocs are comfortable. Am I right? <laughs> like a whole generation of people just have ingrown toenails. Do all of you wear Crocs? Am I the only person who doesn't wear Crocs? I, do. I have never yeah, I worn a, a Croc. I've never worn a yeah, Croc. But, yeah. I have never. They uh, look well, like good beach shoes. Yeah. I was going to say that's my other point is like, uh, I have seen lots of people wearing them like backpacking, uh, like travel backpacking and they're great because they're comfortable and it does not matter if they get wet. It's right. Yeah. Good right. stuff. I, I actually, I have had a pair of Crocs. I got Croc sneakers. Um, and they were, Ooh. they were fantastic sneakers, uh, because they were like all rubber. And so you could just hose them off after, you know, because uh, they look so hard. Cool. You warm hiking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they looked just so cool too. No, I loved them. I wore them nonstop, and then my dog took one of them, and I could never find it. <laughs> R.I.P. Alan's so. dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's right here. Um, he's all right. One of the things that if you're not part of Croc World that you may not know is that there are like 700 different kinds of Crocs. Like literally every type of footwear, there's a Croc version of it. Like oh, if shit. you go inside an actual yeah. like brick and mortar Croc store, it's it's sensory overload. It's like going into Ikea. It's insane. <laughs> there are like straight up croc stores then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. Wow. Croc brand yeah. everything. Yeah. Now imagine going into a Garmin store in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they, people are buying Garmin's still. <laughs> That's all you guys have here is Garmin. You know, phones do that now. Phones do the whole Garmin. No, I like to hook up something extra. I like inconvenience. Um, all right, let's move it on to uh, Aaron and your number three. All right. I, uh, so I, I feel like before we started this, we kind of talked about how like food was kind of like an easy honorable mention. But this, uh, my number three is going to be mushrooms, uh, and, and specifically because of how much I hated them versus how much I love them now. So like when I was a little kid, like I used to go mushroom hunting because I'm from fucking Ohio, right? And all every time my dad would find like mushrooms, he would like bring them back and he'd cook them, and he'd like try and give me some, and I'd be like, nah, like I'm gonna throw up if I eat that. And he always looked. Like he was so disappointed in like the person I was starting to become. Um, but yeah, but like everything, like, like mushrooms as a little kid, you know, my dad loved them. I fucking hated them. Like the smell of them made me want to fucking throw up. Uh, there wasn't any way you could do them that I would like them. And versus today where I, if I have the option to get, like, if I go to a restaurant and there's a dish that doesn't have mushrooms, I'll be like, yeah. So like, what's up? How much is like a side of like sauteed mushrooms that I can throw on this fucking like 
omelet. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I just think like, you know, like I, it's not really important, but like the just like the transition was so huge as being like how much I fucking hated these things to how much like I'll, I'll eat mushrooms. Like I have a can of mushrooms just in case I have a frozen pizza. I can throw them on there. Like I, Lumpy, I love fried Lumpy. mushrooms. Yo, yo I, what up? I remember you saying how much you hated mushrooms, even in college. You did yeah, not like yeah. that. This is like in college, you were like, yeah, like ordering like, I would not eat them on pizza. Like, yeah, I yeah. remember that's a weird thing to remember. I don't know my uh, friend's opinion on mushrooms. I think any other friend, but I specifically <laughs> remember you <laughs> I, being like, I, you was, hate mushrooms. I hate mushrooms and i don't know what it's happened a I think I was like, thing. it's a texture thing for some 100 percent is and and it's and it's uh it's it's like a it's like an american thing too where like if it's like if you soak anything in enough butter like i'm going oh, to yeah. enjoy it like yeah. you know the other thing i think as you get older the less like if you're an adult the less textures of food i yeah, think correct. bother you yeah correct, just like, correct. It, it all goes back to the flavor and let's be so, fair. Okay. Aaron was e- Aaron was eating a lot of mushrooms in college. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's right. They were just dried that's out, true. crunchy chips, like dried yeah. bananas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, you I can't love mushrooms. Grind up man. regular mushrooms and pour them in orange juice. So, but like, love yeah, a good no, and, and bloodbath. Shout outs to Subhouse. You guys make some good fucking mushrooms on your pizza, dog. Nicely done, dog. Thanks. You hey, what's your go-to mushroom? Th- Ooh. Ooh, God, that's a tough one. Top three mushrooms. <laughs> You're right. All right, it we're up. pivoting. Top three mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I guess, I, I don't know. Three like, porcini, guess... two. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Por- probably two. Por- and then a Por- yeah. porticini, great. Uh, I would go, uh, you know, I don't get them all the time because, like, you can't really do a ton with them. But, like, when you do shiitake mushrooms, right, bro, they're fucking delicious, man. So good. Yeah. Throw so some good. cheese think- on them, motherfuckers. Dude, I'll eat them on a sandwich. I've had like mushroom burgers, like where they use mushrooms oh, yeah. as bread. Fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, so we won't, we don't have to talk about the food thing anymore, but uh, yeah, just b- how big of a. Oh, there's going to be more food. There's going to yeah, be more food right. for sure. My number two and one are also mushrooms. So, so real yeah, quick yeah. about, about <laughs> mushrooms. And I think this is uh, like common with all the foods that we might list is like if growing up, if your parents didn't know how to cook something right, you ended up hating it and then you. You learn how to cook it later in life, and it tastes fucking great. And mushrooms, you yeah. can really fuck up mushrooms, make them taste like straight up rubber. So yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. absolutely can. Yeah, so mushrooms, good call. Uh, let's move on to um, Alan. Your number three. Uh, m- my number three is waking up early. Um, uh, God damn it! <laughs> good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, agree, great. but good one. Yeah, I still you know, don't I mean, like I, I it, but hate... I do feel better about it. Yeah. Uh, I always I always hated waking up early. I love waking up early now. You wake up at like four in the morning and the world is your fucking oyster, right? I mean, there's no one to bother you. Everything's quiet. There are no cars on the road. You can go for a run right down the center of the road and not worry about getting hit by a car. Um, <laughs> you can sit in peace and drink your coffee. Um, it's you can it's use your flamethrower without being <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah if you've got one it's, you know whatever whatever you want to do like I said the world's your oyster man it's your it's your party so I I think uh, you know that's like the part of the day that is distinctly your own is that early morning time until you have children and then you don't get your own time so um, early well, morning yes and no. <laughs> my kids slept till like 11 30 the other day so that was awesome 
Uh, no, I agree, man. I, and the fact, actually, that was going to be my honorable mention at one point was uh, not so much getting up early, but just like being organized to where um, you know you do have like a routine and like a structure to your day. Most of which revolves around getting up before like nine o'clock. <laughs> when you said waking up early, I thought you were going to say like, "Oh, I need to wake up for work at seven, and I woke up at six on accident, and I have this extra hour." <laughs> waking up at four a.m. is like and not going straight back to sleep is insanity. It's sociopathic. Yeah, that is awful. Everything you said about what you enjoy about waking up early are all the reasons that I do not wake up early. Four is four. Like at six a.m. A six a.m. where you're like tired enough, but also like the world is not like you could drive around very easy. Like there's no traffic anywhere. You can zoom to wherever you need to go. I, I do feel like driving to the airport in the morning fucking sucks, but there is that like. 6 a.m. driving to the airport kind of feeling where you're just like I could I could go off whatever ramp I want you know what I mean like there's no other cars here I'm just yeah pedal to the metal twisted metal black sweet tooth (laughs) I'm pre-associating you guys as I drink more wine good dude uh I don't know. I mean, I think that that's uh, enjoying time waking up early is a luxury for people who sleep well. And I, that's not me. If I wake up early, I'm going straight back to sleep before I even think about like doing something. I don't know. I just find it like at this point in life, if I get more than, you know, four or five hours of sleep, I, you know, I'm not getting anything good out of it. Yeah. His wet dream yeah. is done in two. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I get, I get two of them in, you know? Mission accomplished. Time to go to work. All right, now that I'm finished, time to go for a time run. To, <laughs> time to lawyer. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know how we transition from that, but let's get bloodbaths number three. Uh, this one might come as a shock to a lot of people, but uh, my number three is country music. Mm. Um, for like all the yeah dude for all the records and music that I have uh, there was like a huge period of time in my life where like I would not listen to anything remotely country Um, I think it's just because I had a bad association with it when I was a little kid and I'm and when I say country I mean more like Johnny Cash Willie Nelson uh, Towns Van Zant um, you know people like that I'm, I'm definitely not talking about like Travis Travis Trader or Kitty or Kenny Chesney or uh uh, or Garth Brooks. I mean, what you basically just described is that you realize that country is has like a bunch of subgenres in it. Because I'm with you, like Willie Nelson, like um, Waylon Jennings. Like, there's some definitely like cool old country music where it's like pop radio country stuff. Some like especially the you know Big and Rich Walmart. Like, I'm like I'm good, yeah. man. I'm good without. Save it. That's all for you. Unless you grew up with someone who like played like Hank Williams or Patsy Cline or something around you, right. then pop country is your exposure early on. So I'm definitely with you. I feel the exact same way. Yeah, that and Tim McGraw and Nelly's crossover. <laughs> First off, because it's all in my music, head. 
Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, dude. No, it's a you're no. So here's what I'll say is like I like Travis Tritton. The fact that like you're like my go-to person, like country musician. I'm gonna shit on real quick here is Travis Tritt. Like Luke did the right thing. He shit on Big and Rich because Big and Rich is what ruined popular country music for everybody. In the same way that fucking who's that dude that did Superman that hoe ruined popular rap music for fucking everybody, right? Nah, he made like, it Tra- cool. He made it so that anyone could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You're right. Redact that. Don't put that on the air, Dave. But uh, I'm going yeah, so... to copy and paste that six times in a row. Yeah, that should just be the <laughs> clip. That's the that's the promo clip. That's the audio yeah. we play after the outro. No, so uh, I, I, you know, like I said, like that's I, I, I like both kinds of like country music. Like I do like the popular stuff. Like I, I do like Garth Brooks and Travis Tritt. Um, you know, to a degree, I really like Garth Brooks, and everybody knows. You love that. Garth like, Brooks for a I, long I time. That was the only thing you listened to. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love yeah. Garth Brooks. Garth or Brooks, if you listening to dude, send us ticks. Chris I, Gaines. See, I did. I did. I did not say Chris Gaines. Like, I feel like we should make that association. Nah, but you really met quickly. Chris Gaines. <laughs> now, a lot of people. A lot of people make the mistake of thinking that Aaron only listens to Garth Brooks, but he listens to Chris Gaines too. So he's got he's got <laughs> more diversity Creed. than people think. I think in college that you said that you claim that the the music you would listen to the most was Garth Brooks. One hundred percent, dude. Like you know, I uh, I uh, yeah, I I really. He's got some bangers. Like, he's got some bangers. I mean, he's he's. Come, come I'm not trying to listen to Garth Brooks. I'm just I'm just I, I just want to say in terms of country music, I thought it was real fucked up. He said Travis Tritt, bro. Like I didn't think we'd be doing this <laughs> podcast for three months and you were gonna start <laughs> coming at my boy TT. You know, what Travis I'm saying? Tritt so, is a funny name and it is like my go to. Just say it out of the corner of my <laughs> fucking the, Travis Tritt. Beat the shit out of my dad. <laughs> it's the most country name of all time but go go on bloodbath I, I won't talk more just i just you know like travis Tritt, respect the clan dude oh i mean no, that's about it i mean like i said I, I that's about it like um you know i uh i always like like folk music like bob dylan and uh stuff like that and then i started getting more into like band bands like wilco and stuff like that and i don't know at that point it's just sort of like a you know small leap to like you know find like i said like you know willie nelson or Wayland jennings or um towns van zandt i mean i think everybody likes uh, a johnny cash that's like pretty universal and i almost don't even really wouldn't even consider that um i mean it's country but it's just so like ubiquitous but uh oh it totally is it's, he's totally country 100 yeah, for sure but it's, it's just you start you went from liking bob dylan to liking um bob dylan songs with a, if they had a slide guitar yeah that's the gateway. Yeah, you got used to the twang. Once you, you hear your I mean, first slide guitar in a non-country song, that's your gateway. <laughs> that's how it starts. All right. Uh, Luke, let's get your number three. Oh, shit. My number three is pretty simple, but uh, pretty straightforward, and it's um, sucking and jacking off my dad's dick. I, when I was a kid, I did not like it at all, and now <laughs> I think it rocks. You know? No, I'm kidding. So... Um, my number three <laughs> is actually just uh, reading. I just, when I was a kid, I really, it, it was a chore to read. Even if I ended up reading a book and getting to the end of a story and enjoying it, the process of sitting down with a book was always like arduous to me, even though, like, I, dude, I, rarely read a book that school made me read like i did everything in my power to fake and cheat my way through to skim to not really have where it's just like 
looking back on it now as an adult who likes to read, I'm like, man, I bet it would have been better if I had just read this, you know, whatever it was, read the Scarlet Letter. I'm sure I would be better for it had I read it, but I absolutely no. did not read it. I never read it. I, I, I really don't think I read genuinely a single book in high school that they asked me to read. <laughs> I took, a, I took a not one. I took a class in called Great Books where you had to read like sixteen books in a semester, and I didn't read a single one of them. It it was all Spark Notes, baby. And I feel like Damn. what it really I feel like Spark Notes once like Spark Notes became ubiquitous and like a thing that you could just hey, do you want to pass the test? This is the gist of what it is about, and you're just like yeah. okay. And now, so I passed the tests. Always did fine with it. I was just like, I can't be bothered to read the best books that have ever been written. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, what was the book? When that, did you like, start? What, yeah, yeah, what was the book that sparked it? Um, I think, I think I in college. I think Lumpy got me turned on to Stephen King books in college, and I was like. Oh, I'm enjoying these and I'm not feeling immediately tired when I read these. And then he and then I started reading more and more and then I started reading, you know, um nonfiction books and I started to actually really enjoy that. And that's most of what I read now would probably be like history, but like I'm becoming an old man. I'm reading yeah. history books and things. Don't, uh, don't but fight I'm, it, man. It's yeah. a natural process. I'm for it. I'm here yeah. for it. I uh yeah, I'm into it. Dude, it's funny you say that because other than Harry Potter, the book that got me into reading is The Gunslinger, and that was also Aaron's recommendation to me. Yeah. Oh, and man. Alan, Alan's the one who told me about it. Ka. Carl it's told Ka. me. Ka's a wheel. Ah, the real Alan Nichols. The real Alan Nichols. The real Alex Nichols, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, it, you know what's wild is that as I've gotten older, I haven't revisited the Dark Tower since college, um, and I want to read it again and see if I enjoyed it as much as I did at that age. Because I think, as a thirty-year-old, I think I will like it considerably less. You know what I mean? Even though I love Stephen King books, like I, I still read plenty of Stephen King. But and oh, this is only this isn't for uh, the what you call it audio at all. But right behind me. My brother actually got me a Stephen King, uh, uh, like Jesus candle, Saint Stephen. <laughs> uh, so I have a. What Jesus, does it smell like? It smells like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and everything. And everything. But Ka is a wheel, you guys. Yeah. There's definitely some plot holes, and like that, the, I can't. I can remember back to the sixth Dark Tower book, and it's bananas. Where it's like, why yeah. would you do this? Why take this turn? That is the that is where See, it went off the rails. <laughs> went off yeah, the I rails mean, fully. I completely. Whereas yeah. I I remember in uh, the extra book came out when I was in college. Like the went through the keyhole. The yeah. Went through the keyhole came out when I was in college. One it, it might be one of the best books in the in the series. That was awesome. It's awesome. Just a nice like bite sized little story with the group. It's great. Yep, love it. Um. All right. Well, let's move on to number twos then. Uh, reading was also on my list uh, initially, and it got pushed off. But uh, so uh, one intellectual thing to another. My number two is beer. <laughs> um, Interesting. Right. 
it's and this is not just like how uh like you know little kids don't like beer because it tastes like shit you know it's not just because of that it's like when i went to college i didn't like beer then either and i started out as just only drinking liquor and i drank only like jaeger and jack daniels my freshman year of college (laughs) and (laughs) that ended uh that ended well as you guys could probably imagine no water no milk in the cereal Jack no. Daniels, Jaeger, yep. and that's it. Yep. Uh, Jaeger and Frosted Flakes, man. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I think, like, Natty Light is, like, the gateway to drinking beer when you're in college because it, it tastes like nothing, basically. And then you can start drinking things that actually have flavor. And, yeah, my my only hard liquor phase ended with uh, me, like, vomiting black slime on, like, my bathroom wall in my dorm room because I drank too much Jack <laughs> and Coke. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, it'll get you. It'll I get don't you. drink any of that shit anymore, and now it's all beer. Um, yeah, so beer is my number two. I actually, I I thought about beer as well, but it was kind of in the opposite sense, so I couldn't put it on my list. I don't like beer as much as I used to. I don't. Um, I don't either. I don't. I don't drink as much beer dang. at all anymore. Damn. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Me. I still the times when I do drink a beer are with like certain types of dinners like pre-covid obviously like doing at restaurants like getting a good beer with whatever dinner you're getting i think is like great i think it it it, for me it pairs better with food than wine and that shows how uh, much of a piece of white trash i am (laughs) oh i (laughs) actually wine is wine definitely over beer part of my thing is um i mean i'm drinking wine as we speak so i definitely like i'm into i'll drink more wine now but like a good beer with a with a, a bacon and blue burger over a glass of wine any day, obviously. Hang, right? Hang on, let me let me grab my wine goblet. Oh no! <laughs> um, it better have A L E X right across the front. <laughs> it was actually meant for Alex, and they got it switched up in the mail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a goblet. That's a goblet, that is man. That's a chalice. For those that's that for like old wine. It's taking up the it's entire like, screen right now. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's like it's not quite half a bottle. I was about to um, say that looks like a full bottle of wine. A full bottle, yeah. <laughs> you can't. I, I can't really hold the whole thing if you put the full bottle in there, though. Too 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 weighty. Beer, but, it's but solid. beer. Here's a real thing: is that beer? I is great because the drinkability. You can drink so much of it and like be able to really pace out how drunk you're getting. And like you could drink a beer uh, and be fine, and but still, you know what I mean. Like you know your limits. Whereas like liquor, sure. it sounds like Dave, liquor. Like the first time everyone drinks liquor after drinking beer first, you're gonna have a bad time because you think you're gonna be able to pound it like beer, and it's like no, no, no. It's gonna hit you like a brick wall, and you're gonna puke black bile all over the wall or whatever. Like it's gonna yep. be bad. Where it's like, <laughs> here's the thing. I remember being a bit of a beer snob when like the craft beer craze was like I feel like hot off the presses. But now I remember like seltzers becoming a thing, and I was like, no. Hard no, this is not for me at all. And then I 180'd so hard. I was like, <laughs> now I'm, I have never met a seltzer I didn't like, and I'm all about them. And I think they're the best thing that you can uh, get drunk on. 
You do best. seltzer reviews. You do that and put it on the internet. Uh, absolutely. You talk about they, them. Here's the thing is hard <laughs> seltzers. I live in Southern California. It's beautiful all the time. There's nothing better to drink outside than a hard seltzer. That's fact. Like it, uh, a day drinking uh, thing, hard seltzer cannot be beat. You because guess what? If a hard seltzer gets a little warm, it's kind of sucks already. Like it wasn't the taste you were <laughs> it's worried not about. Get any worse. Exactly. It's not gonna get. It doesn't. It really. You really don't lose that much quality. Where it's like a hot, you know, any beer is is undrinkable. Bad. You know what I mean? Like once yeah, Bad. once your See, beer I, gets anything other than ice cold. I felt like that like, way with Bud Light Lime when they came out with Bud Light Lime. That was the first beer that I felt like. This is just a really nice outdoor drink because it can get a little bit warm and it's still decent. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason beer is on my list is because in Korea, uh, where I live, there's no open container law. And they have like picnic tables outside of 7-Elevens and shit. You just like sit outside, drink a beer, eat some chips and just like people watch. And yeah, I like sitting outside with like a wheat beer or something light and just enjoying the nice weather. It's why New Orleans is the greatest city in America. Absolutely. You feel so free being able to drink outside, right? Yeah. Go Pellies! Go Pellies. <laughs> Go Pellies. Pellies up. Pellies. Pellies up. Okay. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> okay. What is your number two? That, that, that's how people respond to Pelican's, Pelican's talk. talk. Uh, my number two is how much I used to not talk about the Pelicans. No, okay. So my number two is going to be uh, 90s alternative Sexy rock women. music. <laughs> Blow back, fix your bike. All right. So my number two is going to be 90s alternative rock music. Uh, when I was younger, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy, but I used to listen to this dude Garth Brooks a whole bunch, right? Because I grew up of kind it. of in the... Yeah, no, he's he, he's awesome. We should do our own separate top three about Garth Brooks. Uh, but like, you know, we talked about it a little bit more. Like, I just, I, I, just, I was never really like into music. Top three Garth you know, Brooks alter here. egos. It's like number <laughs> my number three is is Garbage the Clown. <laughs> he's bringing Chris Gates back. That's a real thing. But so, anyways, oh, no. the, the whole point is like, I just didn't listen to a ton of music. I never did. And uh, it was it was like the night before we went to college. Like we all hung out and uh, Alan. Like to give me like a little piece of advice. He was like, Hey man, I'm going to help you out right here. Like if you're trying to make friends in college, just tell everybody your favorite album is the blue album and you'll make friends really quickly. Right. So I had never heard that album before. Cause obviously I, I, I didn't listen to, you know, like nineties alt stuff. And uh, so I went to college and, Luke is actually the one because he listened to a ton of like Weezer and oh like, my god, uh, love Weezer. You, yeah, and like so do I now. You know what I mean? Nineties alternative music went from being something that like I just didn't actively seek out to something that like a, a, most of my favorite bands are going to be nineties alt bands. Like most of the albums I've listened to front to back. I mean, I remember one time me and Luke played Madden for like oh. 12 straight fucking hours. And we just listened to the entire Weezer discography. Like yeah. new album too. I think it was, I think it was like yes. Curly was the one that had came out at the time. See, you know here's what I the mean? thing though. That is the Weezer. most college ass activity you could possibly. It was, it was just Madden and Weezer. And like that, that's what we did that day. Yeah. I remember we, dra- we did a fantasy draft of inside the game, but we uh, yeah. <laughs> now I, I will own up to loving Weezer. But when I first met Lumpy, I was obsessed with, 90s alt rock stuff like i i went through a big time third eye blind phase where i thought they <laughs> he wrote a musical oh, yeah. he wrote third eye blind musical i wrote, wrote, a, I wrote musical. a third eye blind jukebox musical when i was like 18 years wow. old and i remember i never showed it to anyone and i thank god that computer is in the trash but oh 
Oh no, what I wouldn't give to read my third eye blind jukebox musical from when I was 18. What's funny is you he have, would like use you have that to as remember like a, a bit of it for us. I remember like he what, used the songs. <laughs> I re- yeah, so it was like a ju- like it was a story told with their music through the music of Third Eye Blind. Uh, yeah. It was the cringe, <laughs> the cringiest thing you could ever. It was the most melodramatic, cringy shit you would have ever heard of in your life, and it is you know you got to look back at things you th- thought were cool when you were young and be like, oh no, but. <laughs> Weezer, man, I was so into Weezer, and I definitely like pushed a lot of my music onto Lumpy. I know for a fact I pushed. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you were like the you know, and and everybody else kind of did in their own way with different things. Uh, I just real quick sidebar, like when Luke would like talk to girls for the first time in college, he would tell them that he was writing a third eye blind musical, and it works every time, and it worked every fucking time. I, I would say the hit rate was thirty percent, and that's all Luke needs. Yeah, that, baby. That's, all, that's all you needed when you're nineteen, hey boy. But uh, all right, just to go back to this, we can move on. Yeah, I just I never really listened to a lot of it. Um, and then like from that to even like from the 90s alt stuff that got me into like some grunge. And I never really thought I'd really be into grunge. You know, it got me into to, to ska and like to a degree, like some of the pop punk stuff that was going on all the time that we did listen to in high school. But I was never like as heavily invested in as like Dave was or or, or, or Alan or even Bloodbath. So uh, just as far as like the 180 that I turned on that and Luke had a big part to uh, do with it. Um, yeah, just just the type of music I listen to now is vastly different than it was uh, when I was younger. So number two, 90s alternative rock music. Go Pellies. Go Pellies. Right on. Uh, Alan, what's your number two? Uh, my number two. My number two is Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Um, I, I spent a, a lot of. Yeah, I spent a lot of my youth uh, really, really bashing Dave Matthews Band pretty hard. And and honestly, I don't even know what the reason was at this point. Um, but over the last several years, you know, I've I've listened to their music. Um, yeah, his his set of albums is really pretty great up up until, yeah, I guess the last 10 years or so, they've been a little bit lackluster. Uh, so this one was kind of funny because it was it was really about more about how much I disliked them in the past than how much I I guess more more so about how much I like them in the present as opposed to how much I disliked them in the past. Um, because so you don't I didn't have really a DMB have a, a, tat right now. No, I still don't. I still don't have the tat. Um, I have been to a show, been to his vineyard. Um, you know, I've I've listened to it, his entire discography, even even you know the stuff that Dreaming no one really Tree, wants right? To listen Isn't to that anymore. his vineyard? No, his, does he do that Dreaming uh, Tree wine? He does do that Dreaming Tree wine, but he he owns a vineyard in. Um, in the Monticello region of Virginia, it's called Blenheim Vineyard, um, and it was just a historical piece of property. He he purchased it to uh, because it was was going to be subsumed. Um, I right next door, there's a, a gigantic Trump Vineyard. It's <laughs> For like sure, a, it's like sure. this real real juxtaposition because it's I hope they jam in their nice vineyard. Hist- yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I don't think they do. Um, but like it's just this real juxtaposition because the the Blenheim Vineyard is this 
old building that they've kind of retrofitted to make into a vineyard and, and then planted grapes. And then across the road, there's this big, gaudy and audacious, um, like palatial commercial vineyard um, that Trump has set up there. I'm sure is probably some sort of tax shelter or whatever. No, but, that doesn't um, sound like him. No, not at all. That does make but, sense, uh, dude. <laughs> but Dave Matthews Band, uh, cool story behind the band. Uh, cool guy, does a lot of good stuff, and uh, and the music is great. Plus, I used to make fun of him a lot, and now now I like him. So there we go. Number two, Dave Matthews Band. You know what? Dave Matthews Band might be the only thing that like everyone was talking about, and I didn't like take part in it, and I didn't comment on it. Like you know the normal human thing to do would be like, Oh, everyone's talking about this and I'm not a part of it. I'm going to talk shit about it. But I managed to just like stay separated from Dave Matthews band my whole life. And I want some credit for that, for being a good person. Prop props to you, Dave. You're, you're a much <laughs> better person than I am. Fully, fully quarantined from, Oh, Aaron just really changed vibes. Oh, he shit, changed yeah. vibes in a big yeah. way. Aaron went from <laughs> that's lumpy. Aaron, went, my name's my name's yeah, lumpy. Lumpy you. just clicked into green gear, which means he's uh, green gear only kicks on after he smoked a full carton of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually a carbon monoxide alarm that goes off. It's like you need to get out, get out of the room. And he's yeah, like, no, the I carbon monoxide. They take it none of mine's. Lumpy, right now with your lighting, you look like a juggalo. <laughs> uh, what's their catchphrase? They have a catchphrase. I, I'd say it if I do. Bear it. down. Bear down. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. All right. Uh, Bloodbath, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is uh, food. It's sushi. Bloodbath, you're um, your quality is still you're still sounding like a robot yeah you sound like an npc from like an original playstation tomb raider (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna come back that's not here sushi though sushi yeah i think that's part of it just being nowhere you know like you couldn't get really get it as kids where the general area i feel like we're from yeah for sure it's, yeah. I mean, imagine in like the year 1995 going to fucking like Kroger and getting some sushi, like would not have been able to. Couldn't do it. But I, yeah, I think sushi is one of those things that like, it's not that I didn't like sushi. The idea of sushi is off putting, but like anyone who's ever tried it, you're like, oh yeah, I loved it right away. definitely didn't like sushi. You all were getting sushi in college. You'd be like, let's go out to that fucking sushi place. And I'd be like, nah, that sounds gross as fuck. But China I Panda, also, dude. China Panda. Yeah, dude, it was so good. I, I completely 180 on that, too. Like, I love sushi. I eat it like three times a week. I'm definitely going to be like Jeremy Piven and get mercury poisoning at some point. <laughs> sushi rocks. Sushi is so good. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I never liked it before, um, especially like in high school or junior high or anything like that. I wouldn't even like the idea of like raw fish was gross to me. And then, um, after like meeting my wife, like, like she likes it and we, you know, she started making me go or started talking me into going with her and dude, I love it now, man. Like anytime we have a night off and we do like a date night, like we always usually always go get sushi and like, it's not, 
it's no issue and not a problem for us just to go in and like willingly drop a couple hundred bucks on like just like a huge like you know like 15 rolls or something crazy like that because see it's so that's good. what i think is um, the worst part about sushi is that you can rack up a bill like that and be like oh i am so full but and it was so good but i'm like and i know that there's like the art to it and all you know all that where i'm like oh fuck i can't believe i just paid that much for this but then at the same time i'm like it was worth it you know what i mean like it is so good yeah, for sure. And, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty on board with like most all of it. Like, um, I know, you know, we're in Ohio, I'm in Ohio. So I know like, we're definitely kind of getting like the very Americanized version of uh, sushi, but like, those are the, those are the yummiest kinds. They're so good. I mean, you, like you mean I, the kind with a bunch of spicy mayo on it. Yeah. You're talking the spicy mayo on it. Here in uh here in here in Korea we we don't really get rolls. It's mostly like sashimi, sashimi. style. Sashimi. It's, it's fucking yeah. great, but I miss a California roll sometimes. I'm not gonna turn my nose up at that. Nor should yeah, you. I, I'll do I'll do sashimi and some stuff like that. Uh Jamie usually gets um stuff with like a lot of like ro- like fish eggs in it. Um and that one's Love just it. a little too Tobiko. Tobiko. Has yeah. anyone else here tried rolling their own sushi? I did in college one time. Yeah. (laughs) I got a sushi set as a white elephant. I was like, no, might as well. Right. No, that was, that was another, that was another uh, COVID skill. No, come on, man. Rolling (laughs) sushi is not that hard. I can't roll a joint, bro. Like I I definitely can't roll sushi. Just Just think of a joint as a small sushi roll. All right. I'm going to go eat a joint. I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure to put some spicy mayo on that shit. Yeah, yeah, we were were in the same vein. We were in the same vein. (laughs) I got three kinds of soy sauce right fucking now. Like, I'm cool. All right. I I do want to say just real quick, my wife gives me a hard time because I guess I just drown mine in soy sauce. That that is uh, supposedly like frowned upon and like the what, you're only supposed to dip the fish side down. Like you're not supposed like part of it is like, did you ever watch Jiro dreams of sushi? His whole thing was I like the, the rice. He's like, he's like the fish is secondary to the rice, the right. And I'm like, okay, yeah. shut up. But I'm like, dip that shit in spicy mayo and eel sauce and shit. Bloodbath would I get, fucking love eel sauce. Bloodbath dude. would get fucking drawn and quartered in Japan for the way he eats sushi. <laughs> damn but it's so good <laughs> but that's well, so sad. Like, i don't think i use that much soy sauce but like i do know that that is a thing i also use like lots of wasabi too oh yeah oh yeah yeah that's the that's the key put so much wasabi on there that you can't taste anything else <laughs> Yo. or smell anything else or walk <laughs> yeah uh, good call, Bloodbath. Sushi is probably a pretty common one for a lot of people, so good call there. Um, let's go to Luke and your number two. Mm. My number two is, and follow me on this walk, but my number two thing that I used to dislike when I was younger, but now I love, is Roger Moore as James Bond. <laughs> oh, I love Roger Moore. I, right, I think I you're like, gonna, Alan, you just activated Alan. Alan's like activation yep, key right there. Yeah. All right. Alan gonna, so Alan's get a chance to talk. <laughs> we're about to let, let's get the ignition key switched. This is the remix to ignition. Well, no, he's canceled. No, R. Kelly's canceled. Um, so this is not the remix to ignition. This is the Roger Moore to ignition. Um, I feel like 
I'm a big Bond freak. I think I've seen them all. Uh, I don't know if you guys are. It sounds like Alan is a, is a Bond fan. I don't know about the rest of y'all. But Not really. Gotcha. So I feel like James Bond marathons were on like TBS, the Superstation, all growing up during like Thanksgiving. And so they absolutely were. They did like 17 days of 007 is what they called yes. it. Which is it a stupid. Great. Why not seven days of 007? <laughs> I have, They're like, can't I do it. No we can't idea. get through them all. <laughs> we, we, we need 188 hours here. <laughs> Whatever it is. But I thought, I think what uh, my theory is that if whoever you saw first as James Bond, that's James Bond to you, right? Mm-hmm. So kids now, Daniel Craig is James Bond. So it's just like, it's a generational thing. And I think Roger Moore's tenure as James Bond got shat on by my dad for sure. My dad was Aww. like, this is the guy that fucking ruined James Bond. And I remember as a kid Roger Moore sucks as James. It's Sean Connery. And then I watched some of the Roger Moore movies and they're just so they're, he, his version of James Bond is so campy and, and like uh, larger than life but he's like the most he's way more like gentleman like suave debonair gentleman than even uh sean connery is you can like sean connery is like you can tell right away he hits women for sure in real life (laughs) he does does it on screen (laughs) yeah he does it on screen as well that wasn't scripted yeah no yeah i mean you hit the nail on the head man you hit you hit the nail on the head roger moore he runs across crocodiles it I, plus the be- yeah exactly he runs across crocodiles corkscrew ramp over the river that that movie's oh. untouchable i think yeah i think roger moore rocks and i used to as a kid to think what my dad thought which was that roger moore sucked and i'm like no roger moore is the best james bond r.i.p so so my dad didn't watch james bond my first james bond experience was a sleepover at one of my friend for one of my friend's birthday party it was probably in like second grade or something um and i, I hated this fucking kid he was the worst um his name is so aaron angle yeah that kid's <laughs> name aaron angle thank <laughs> god i haven't known like aaron dick. for that long <laughs> thankfully um but anyway they were watching um they were watching man with the golden god they, I don't know if it was 17 Days of 007 or what, but it was on TV. Man with the Golden Gun was on. Classic. Uh, and so my first my first exposure was Roger Moore. And uh, and then, you know, Pierce Brosnan and, and whatever. But, you know, I, I own, I think, all of the James Bond movies through Pierce Brosnan on DVD. You know, Herb, I, mean, I don't Herbie necessarily Villages. have a DVD player. What's that? Uh, Hervé Villachez is in uh, Man with the Golden Gun. He's Tattoo from Treasure Island. He does, t- you know, yes. yeah, and he's like one of the final bosses. Is is them fighting Hervé Villachez, Tattoo from Fantasy? Uh, he throws he throws little. He I think he literally throws bottles of champagne at James Bond to try to kill him. I think that's he what does. Austin <laughs> Powers got it from. And in the end, James Bond, James Bond puts him in puts a, him a in piece a of luggage. Yes. Puts him in a suitcase and then puts him <laughs> up on the, in the crow's nest as the credits yep. roll. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, we're like, yeah, he puts him up there, leaves him, and then he, he and uh, I forget what her name was, just bang it out as they float back to, uh, 
to whatever whatever South Asian country they were they were hanging out in that. Roger Moore rocks. Yeah. Roger Moore rocks. Also, Christopher Lee's in that one. He's Scaramanga, the bad guy. Um, so Christopher Lee, Dooku, and Saruman. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Alan. Yeah. R.I.P. I just Alan. I just want to point mm-hmm. out. You know what the significance of Christopher Lee being in that movie is, right? Being in the man with the golden gun. Yeah. He got paid. Playing Scaramanga. Yeah. Nope. So uh, Christopher Lee was an actual uh, British spy. And he huh. his entire record is like still classified. And he would talk about a lot of the crazy things that he did to his cousin, who is Ian Fleming, the person who uh, came up with uh, James Bond. So it's widely yeah. considered that uh, Christopher Lee is actually the real-life James Bond. He was on huh, a set thought... of... He was on a set of some movie and like one of the characters was like supposed to be like stabbed and the like like their throat was supposed to be slit and they were rehearsing it. He, he was on the set and, of the film adaptation of Mein Kampf and he was like, "There's Nazis in here. You guys got to." <laughs> well, no. So he he was um, there. So the actor who's supposed to get his throat slit, he was like acting it out, and Christopher Lee was like, "Hey, that's not what it sounds like when you cut somebody's throat. It sounds like this." Um, so yeah, dude, uh, Christopher Lee is actually uh, supposedly, like I said, the real life James Bond. That was the story That's... from uh, Lord of the Rings when Saruman gets stabbed and he's like, he gets stabbed in the lung, and the director yeah. was trying to correct his acting, and he was like, "Actually, I've seen someone die from getting stabbed this way." So shut up. It's exactly what it sounds like. A reverse the crow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, R.I.P. I, I agree with Luke. Like your first James Bond is like what kind of sticks with you. Mine was Pierce Brosnan. But, yeah, um, me too. I was I a was literally Bond. listening to I was listening to a podcast earlier today, and they were talking about you only live twice and Sean Connery's you know history of like James Bond. Um, I like Sean Connery more, but like dude, the Roger Moore movies are action. Like they're like live action Scooby Doo like. Yes, they're so <laughs> campy and fun. They're, they're so, so much fun. fun. They're Best very stupid. Too. The best. You had Jaws. Oh, Jaws. He literally survives re-entry in Moonraker. He like he blows <laughs> he up does. a space station and then <laughs> survives re-entry. And so does Jaws. And Jaws, I think, is just hanging on outside uh, in space. <laughs> <laughs> like I think he literally gets shot into space and somehow survives. And I'm like, this rocks. This is good. Hey the guys, just saying. Man. Two the episode metal. streak of us talking about the guy who played Jaws. So yeah, now sure. we've talked about hey. the guy who played Jaws and Henry Winkler. More was that Billy Madison or uh, yeah. Happy Gilmore? Yeah, we talked about him and Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that you mean the only head. other movie that guy was in? Yeah, correct. <laughs> correct yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move it on to number ones now. And uh, I'll get started with my number one, which is uh, traveling outside of the United States. Um, is something I used to be just very opposed to when I was younger, like all the way up until the moment I actually moved across the ocean. <laughs> I was very opposed to the idea of it. Um, I think like when when I was a kid, we went to Canada a few times and I was like, yeah, this is fine. But it's exactly like the U.S., except the, the money looks weird. So I was like, why do I need to leave the U.S. anymore? And uh Obviously, I don't live in the U.S. anymore, so something changed. And as soon as I got to Korea, I started like going around because you have easy access to all these countries out here. So I went to Japan and like 
obviously had a good time there and hit all these other countries in East and Southeast Asia. And like now, I mean, traveling in the U S is great. Like the national parks in the U S are the fucking best, but there is so much value to seeing other things outside of the U S that I was just like, not even had, would not open my mind to when I was younger. So that's my number one. It's a great number one. So you were really xenophobic before then. You really just like <laughs> yeah. All of the all of the all of the phobics. Yeah, all of it. Agoraphobic. So <laughs> it's real weird. <laughs> Claustrophobic. So it's real weird. So like, they well, they what, had me what's in. What's the coolest place you've been to? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, Japan's really cool. Um, uh, some of the places in like the Thailand and Cambodia area are fucking incredible. I'd love to go to Thailand. It's yeah, it's great. Once I mean, once these, once travel restrictions are opened and got our vaccines and shit, like I can't wait to get out and go someplace else. Uh, Korea is actually a really good place to travel too, but uh, I live here, so I've kind of lost that like tourist feeling. So, yeah, right. How fast do you think that goes away? Pretty quick, right? Uh, after after a, probably a year or so. Yeah. I was like, this is this is where I live now. I'm not really on vacation anymore. Do you speak Korean? Yeah, I do. Hell yeah. That rocks. So, yeah, I did a like a one year contract here. And as soon as I decided to do more time in Korea, I was like, okay, this is where I live. This is not a, a trip anymore. So nice. Yeah. Are you into K pop now? I am not. I'm less into K pop than I was when I first heard about it. Wow, you're get off my lawn kind of guy, dude. You need to become a K-pop stan. <laughs> I don't know if that's I don't know if that's in the cards, man. It's uh, I, I think I'm, you're either you either start that way or you uh, or you, you end that you way, end up like me. Yeah, <laughs> you end that way, and that is your end. If you ever say anything about K-pop on the internet, you will die. There's yeah. the people that love K-pop will kill you. <laughs> they yeah. love it more like, than anyone no loves joke. anything. They, no joke. They will dox you and find you and fucking tear you apart. Yes. Yes, they will. Yeah. There's a there's a uh, a benefit to only having like a single digit Twitter followers. <laughs> so I could say whatever the fuck I want. That's true. <laughs> but one of them is the member of BTS. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just like this dude on Twitter with like an egg avatar, and like my only follower is the most famous member of BTS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, any of you guys been outside the country? Mexico and Canada. Yeah, yeah. I went to Windsor. I feel like Mexico is Mexico is like probably much different than the U.S. I was actually, weirdly enough, thinking about this as a topic for my next song I want to write. <laughs> it's weird. I was literally driving today, and I thought to myself, oh, you know what would be a great song is the idea of a white person from the Midwest, me, going on vacation to like Puerto Vallarta and staying at a sandals and thinking you experienced Mexico is like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to come down to Mexico and go stand at the most American place you can that just yeah. destroys any sense of culture and the only food you can get like an olive garden that's at the resort and like Pringles, <laughs> you know what I mean? In a steakhouse, you know, and then you come back think and American. You 
then you come back and you tell all your friends about how beautiful Mexican culture is. Yeah, you're like, I love Mexican culture so much. They have the best Budweiser heavies down there. (laughs) (laughs) They call them America. I've never left the country. Um, I definitely want to. But I also like, I personally really like traveling the United States. I know that sounds like pretty uh, lame, but um, I don't know, dude. I just, no I, I think there's like lots of cool stuff in, around here and you can drive everywhere. So I, I definitely want to like hit up more spots in the U.S. before I start traveling outside. You know, something yeah. you don't think about as a kid that grew up in the United States is that if you want to, I think we might be the only country that can claim this currently is that in the United States, if you live, if you grew up here, you have the option to see every natural biome that exists, pretty much. You, yeah. If you want to go to the jungle, you can absolutely go to the jungle. You want to go to Hawaii, you want to go to Alaska, you want to go to the desert, you want to go to the mountains, you want to go, you know, everywhere. There, there's so many different places within the, the country we grew up in. It really is unlike anywhere else in the world. No other country, like anywhere else, like if you live, grew up in the UK, you had to go to Spain during the summer to like really, you know, experience what that feels like. Whereas like here, no, you can you can go to LA or you can go to, you know what I mean? Like we have yeah. that here as well. Absolutely. Uh, my like uh, to be clear, I'm not saying that traveling in the U.S. is less by any means because, like you said, you can do you can see almost anything in the u.s um and like my mom has traveled her entire life like as much as she can and it's been in the u.s and she's been to like 49 states so she's seen a bunch of cool shit and just in the u.s there's a lot of cool shit here but not that's not to say outside of it isn't great but there's yeah we we do have a lot on the menu here at home yeah for sure um aaron What's your number one? Okay, my number one thing that I used to not like that I now like is my sister, Abby. Oh, yeah, I like, I like Abby too. So I've always when, liked Abby. I've always liked you too. <laughs> we should talk more about how much you guys like my sister. Hi, Abby. Dude, She's Abby, actually Abby was, a sweetheart. Abby yeah, was always Abby, so much cooler than you. Abby yeah, oh, is absolutely. Abby's a great woman. She wouldn't degrade herself by listening uh, to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> of, of course n- not. Numero, just right off rip. If I ever told my sister, "Hey, I have a podcast. You should listen to it," she would do this thing. She would be like, "Oh yeah, I definitely will," and then go back to having a job and raising her kids. Like that's what it is, like just completely disregard <laughs> so, that. I saw her at Carol's wedding a few years ago, you did. and it was great. You did. She, she told, yeah, she told me you saw her, that she saw you there. And uh, so let, let me let me give this a little bit of ref, like a, a little bit of references why I dislike Abby so much. Like Abby, when when we were like real little kids, like Abby was bigger than me. Like I was a I was a very small child, and Abby could always beat me up. And you know until like we were little like Bobby 16, Hill right? looking ass. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby Hill looking ass. <laughs> Fucking kid from any '90s cartoon, looking ass. But uh, but yeah, no. So How much younger than kid, you is she? 
How much? She's younger? like a year and a half younger than me. Is is what she is like technically? Yeah. Like a year and like four or five months. Um, but when we were little, like you know, I just I we 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 fought all the time, and and like I said, she was bigger than me, so she definitely had like an advantage. I remember multiple times my dad being like, "Hey, Abby, go kick his ass," and like she would just like tackle me to the ground because she was just like a fucking monster, dude. And then as as we were growing up, uh, it, it, it says more like, about your dad. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he, was, he was like he, my all, dad would be like, "I'll kick your ass." Yeah, no, no. My, my dad, my, my dad called me Angle. Like it was real weird, but uh, so like there was that, and then like you know we were in like junior high and high school. Like I said, we kind of separated. She was like a cheerleader, and I was in show choir. You know what I mean? Like two different kinds of worlds. Things were going and, really well for you. <laughs> I had to, <laughs> we'll we'll do top three uh, Aaron show choir moments next time, but uh, <laughs> but uh, so the the reason that it changed so much in in like you know because now I just like I I I I love her so fucking much and I respect her and I I love her children and I love her husband and I think it's just one of those things that like as you get older like you 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 really start to gain a perspective on like you know who your family really is like who the people are in it that you you should be wary of who the people that are in it that are, are like you you, you know what I'm saying <laughs> Absolutely. like like. Yeah, so like Abby was one of those people that like we we did not get along so like we got along so poorly growing up and I remember I went to college and me and Abby weren't on good terms cuz like I said we were in high school and we always fought and like blah blah blah. I remember the first time I came back uh from college uh for like Christmas break, she like came in and she like gave me a hug and she told me she loved me and it was the first time any of either one of us had ever said I love you to each other. Uh, and it, from that moment on, it was like, okay, this is my sister. Like, you know, this is somebody I would throw down for. This is somebody that I would care about. This isn't just somebody like that's, that's an annoyance or a nuisance or somebody who's trying to get in my business. So yeah, you, I, you, you know, love them. You, I, I, like I love her. Yeah. And, and, and it was, it was just really weird. You, you know, I was, you, you know, just cause I, I was a guy who grew up in a family with mostly women. Um, so there was always like this weird, like disconnect between me and like the rest of my cousins and specifically, you you know, my, my sister, Abby, but, uh, nowadays, like I said, like, I, I, I love her. She's beautiful women. And if I'm going like, uh, uh, again, like what I care about most now versus what I didn't care enough about, it was like the very first thing that came in the head was my sister. So, uh, you know, nothing funny here. I just, my Abby, she, my, my yeah, number one. That's great. Absolutely. Dude. I'm sure a lot, of people, a, great have, wedding I'm sure a lot of people would say something like that. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure she's, Hey, she's a polite lady. You know what I mean? She didn't use, she used to punch. She used to use I'm her sure. nails and bite. I mean, she's she was a, like a high school cheerleader. I'm sure she was more athletic right like right off a, the bat. She was a college college fucking cheerleader, dude. Yeah, like so she could Abby, throw Abby's solid people. as fuck. Yeah, Abby could play linebacker. Like you know what I'm saying? Like D two. Like you know if she really wanted to. Strong fucking chick. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, that that was uh, of all the things that like I I didn't used to really think a whole lot about her. You know, it's really harsh for me to say I didn't really like Abby. We just really never got along like that. Just versus what it means to me now. Like yeah, it's Abby. It's that's. The, you know, family is like one of those things that just like as you get older, you just really become more aware of, you, you know, because that that is who you are. That is what makes you what you are. And or you, you know, lose like I said, respect for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, Luke, you, you did the right thing getting off Facebook, homeboy, because damn. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. I'm. I, I love not not being on Facebook. <laughs> it's one of my very favorite things. 
I was gonna leave Facebook and then Bloodbath got a Facebook and I wanted to watch his evolution and on like his social media presence. And Bloodbath <laughs> is Bloodbath's social media presence is exactly like my grandfather's social media presence. It is very, <laughs> very, very funny. He only likes yeah. pictures of All right, that's Model <laughs> <laughs> train sets. That? Would, would you no, eat dude. Texas fried steak? I would share share if you would. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Bloodbath's Facebook. Dude, I, I, I feel you 100% on, like, definitely growing up and appreciating your siblings more. Uh, I always, like, your sister was always cool. I always, like, liked her. But um, I can definitely see where you're coming from because in high school, I was always like, yeah, whatever, she's a cheerleader. I'm not, like, we don't have anything in common to talk about or anything like that. And then I think it was, like, oh, man, four or five years ago, you were at your parents' house. They were gone for the weekend or something like that, and your sister was in town. I don't even think she I think she had just gotten married. I don't even think she had kids yet. Um, and it was like me, you, her, and Jamie, and dude, like we just sat in your like parents' like kitchen, like drinking and like hanging out. And like I like Jamie was like, dude, she's really cool. Like, why are we hanging out there? She's much cooler <laughs> than I am. That, I don't think anybody here would disagree with that. Like, if Abby had time to be on the podcast, like I would not be here. Yeah, for sure. She was our first choice. All right. Well, let's get uh, Al- let's get, <laughs> let's get Alan's number two or number one. Alan's number one. My number one is uh, coffee. Um, yeah, good. Call. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. I, yeah, I mean, that's I, a great one. short yeah, list of honorable I, I felt mentions. Like man, it was for all, sure. I felt like it was kind of a cop out because I think that maybe that's just a thing that happens with adults. But um, I mean, coffee it, is it. just a huge part of my life. I mean, I you know I I'm very particular about it. I, I make I make my espresso in a little mocha pot. I, I do the French press. I've got the pour over. What's your, uh, what's, what are your work. beans? What's your bean sitch? I you know I generally just use Starbucks espresso. Um, you know that's it's just easy. Yeah, you know, you're very not, particular about it. <laughs> I'm very particular about preparation. You know, the I know beans are one that. thing. You can, oh, you the can beans are the beans, everything. No, 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 no. I mean, the, the, you know, it, it comes down to grind, the grind, you know, you have to have sure. the grind and you have to have the appropriate water temperature. Whether or not you're going to do it with Sprite or water. <laughs> right. No, exactly. <laughs> That's how I do my cold brew. I just, yeah, my know, cold just... brew is all Sprite and espresso. <laughs> A two liter and a full bag of espresso. That's how they make monster energy drink, I think. That would be a good energy drink of like, all right, what's the worst thing about Sprite? It doesn't have caffeine. Well, me and my best boys <laughs> just brewed up a bunch of Arabica style espresso beans, <laughs> shade grown to make your Sprite taste like absolute horseshit. <laughs> we traveled to Nicaragua to pick out the finest green mm-hmm. coffee beans and we <laughs> it in Sprite. We get them back into the country one by one by smuggling them inside of our mouths and just smiling <laughs> as we show our passport. <laughs> uh, dude, I used to hate coffee so much and I think I, I think everyone in here will remember this too, but like you guys remember the first time you drank coffee and got that caffeine kick and you're like, Oh yeah, this is, I'm drinking this the rest of my life. Like this is how I have to, that's how I started yeah. doing heroin too, man. That's just how, that's how drugs work. Homeboy. You know what? That's how I never felt 
uh, with like I'm I never got that like good kick off a cigarette. I always smoked it like I smoked weed before I smoked cigarettes. So whenever I was smoking a cigarette, I would always hit it like a joint and then have a really bad time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, throw up. <laughs> you fucking freshman. Yeah, I were, but it was one of those things where I'm actually like thankful that I did it. That it did that I didn't get the desired effect, which is that you it's like a you drink three cups of coffee, man. You know? Yeah, for sure. Right. Just to feel like a human. Yeah, just to be a human remember, being. Uh, <laughs> just, just to feel feelings. Do you guys remember that Speedway energy coffee that they had? They had like this this yeah. super strong coffee that they brewed with I, they had to have brewed it with like Red Dew. Bull or something. Yeah. One time I was driving around with Bloodbath and I was kind of tired and he went in and he was going to grab me a coffee. And I, I specifically told him anything but the energy coffee. And I just remember that was the only time in my life where caffeine has like physically hurt me. My, oh. I, like I felt, I felt like my heart was like, I had to go back. I went back to my, we were living in Fairborn, and I went back to that ratty apartment, and I just, I laid, like, face down on the floor, and just, <laughs> like, I slept, my, like, I, I, I maybe I died, I don't know, um, oh, I was, I I was mean, out for seven or eight hours. Die. Have you ever Probably. taken an Adderall? <laughs> it's just, that's what, that's the feeling. That's, that's what it the does, yeah. It's, it's just wishing you could down. go to bed, and you're, you can just, <laughs> when you close your eyes, you feel your heartbeat inside your eyelids. You can't oh. jack off. It's terrible. Yeah, you can't jack no, off unless you, no. unless you really, really don't want to. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, how, it know, works in reverse. I, I definitely did put that shockwave coffee in your cup. Yeah, because you knew you knew his flavor palette and you knew he'd enjoy the nutty aromas. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I worked at They're best friends. I, I knew what he was missing out on. Um yeah, dude, I cannot function without coffee. Like there's no way I can do, you know, be a yeah. business owner and a father without uh getting at least two or three cups a day. Like one oh. in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one maybe right after that. Dude, I couldn't, I, drink I couldn't be more all with you. Goddamn day, dude. All goddamn day. Same here, day. man. But, like I use it as a drug that it, it is meant to be. You know, it is yeah. a drug. Yep. It is a drug. You all oh, do yeah. drugs, it's... especially you, Dave. Especially outside me. of outside of sugar, it's probably like the most prevalent drug across the entire world. I mean, it's Absolutely. consumed everywhere. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, stimulant yeah. makes your heart beat faster. Oh yeah. Oh, I drink, Alan, I drink you... like 12 shots of espresso every day. Oh, I got, like I said, wake up at four in the morning, drink your damn coffee. Dude, maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you wouldn't he so only wakes up at 4 a.m. because he's 4. drinking coffee at 2 a.m. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Let me fair, I we should, we if I drink coffee Alan... after noon, I'll, I will be up all fucking night, dude. Yeah, dude. Alan has been drinking his own body weight in coffee since we were like 16. Every day, I've had three Alan shots of espresso since we started this. Uh, this are you for real today? That's what was in this coffee cup three shots of espresso, Alan, a little bit of Alan's, half and half. <laughs> Alan's an uh, animal, it's a Friday yeah. night, man. Oh, I guess it's Saturday morning now. <laughs> I, right. should, I should Good probably night. stop drinking it now. Alan used, to, Alan used to smoke black and milds like people smoke cigarettes. He's a fucking animal, man. Yeah, I remember. I Alan, have a black and mild around here. 
wine black. He, I would see out, watch Alan smoke a pack of wine black and milds and drink a pot of coffee in like <laughs> at like eleven a.m. <laughs> oh, gee. Alan, and you, you can have... see the same thing now at four a.m. <laughs> People uh, don't forget. Alan, is there a place you'll buy coffee from, like a Starbucks or anything? Oh yeah, no, I I definitely. I'm I'm not so much a, of a coffee snob that I am not going to to drink coffee from anywhere else. I'll I'll buy coffee from. I I don't Fair. like like fast food coffee. No, and frankly, I'm when more they ask worried you about how many coffee. pumps. When they're just asking yeah. you how many pumps, that's when you know it's you're in a bad spot. Yeah, no, just I mean, like, pump it. How many any, pumps? Any place that has like a wax cup. Yeah. The wax All cup right. is what ruins it for me. So, I mean, you know, I got I have to have a decent cup. But other than that, you know, I'll, I'll drink whatever coffee. I had to reevaluate my Starbucks spending last year after I tallied it up. Um, so I do yeah, Starbucks same. once a week, every Friday. But I usually go two or three for, three times what, on Friday. What's your, what's your order? So. What's your order? <laughs> uh, <laughs> grande iced Americano. Love it. Uh, it's usually Love it. usually what I go with. Cold or cold or warm, doesn't matter what the I, weather is. Dude, I cannot Americano, drink the way to go. Hot. I don't drink hot coffee anymore if I can help it. Oh. I, well, I mean, same. I'm same. I'm cold. I'm I'm cold brew all day. Uh, I mean, I do I do a a pretty good cold brew, but like, give me that diesel. I, give me that diesel. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing is you know if you're if you're looking to to get jazzed up on some caffeine, nothing does it like iced coffee. I mean, you know, I mean, cold brew is the highest seconds. caffeine. Hi, yeah, cold brew is the highest caffeine in terms of coffee brewing, not espresso. Espresso, you're like that's the liquor of right. coffee. Yeah, that is exactly right, and that's why espresso is fantastic. Oh, it's great. Um, yeah, you it's know, because you don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> volume yourself out with all the liquid and coffee. I want it titrated down into to where I can almost chew it. What stinks though is that the snobs say that if you let espresso chill, like you're supposed to drink it when it is like esophagus destruction hot. Right, right away to enjoy like its intended flavor and the thing was i scoffed at that for so long until i had a coffee snob friend of mine brew me like a re like make some espresso from some yeah. real shit he had that good good yeah. and i was like yeah he gave it to me and I, and I had it for the first time and i was like oh i don't like my palate's too white trash for me to know what i've been missing you know what i mean yeah. you're just like oh this is really good coffee i'm like yeah. Um, let's move on to Bloodbaths, number one. My number one is hiking. Oh, uh, love hiking. Nice. Yeah, good one, yeah, man. Growing up, I just never like had any interest in doing most anything outdoors. Um, and then probably about five or six years ago, uh, just kind of started randomly like going on hikes with my wife, uh, just some of the different parks and stuff around here and the uh, nature preserves and uh yeah man i'm kind of hooked uh, it's a real bummer when the weather gets nice if you know we don't go at least once a week somewhere around here and, and take a hike um uh last month we went to uh hawking hills for a couple of days it. and we did a big yeah we did we did a trail there um and i, I had never been hawking hills to old, old man's cave hat. old man's cave we did, dude we did old man's cave and then i saw there's one that you can do that's like it's like 15 miles, like round trip or something like that. Like it's huge. 
That's, that's like I'm 100. I'm down to do that 100, percent man. Like that looks like it's fun. Um, what, well, was I mean, it? Was it a, a, a nice, day hike or was it you're supposed to camp? I mean, I think you can do it in a day. I mean, I think it depends on how like fast you, you can go. go. In the morning. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, like I said, I was never into it when I was a little kid. And then, like I said, you know, last few years, uh, it's just like a nice activity to do, especially like if you have a Sunday or a Monday off and the weather's nice. Like, you know, I can only go sit in a bar or a restaurant so much. I can only like sit and watch TV so long. So like having something different to do, uh, is really nice. I love hiking, man. It's the best. That was the best part about going to school in Athens, man. Like just yes, going to like Bong Hill. I mean, I remember the last time I well, the second <laughs> to last time I went. That hike yeah, sucked what? though. That, the climb the long hill fucking suck. And it's not worth it. It's up the top because you're like, oh sweet, there's River Park. But the uh the last time Luke and I went, what was that place called that we hiked at? The that we had the dip for. What was that fucking place we we, we made? Oh, like, Radar uh, Hill, you mean? Radar, Radar Hill. Hill. Yeah, dude. So the last Radar time Hill's I, I really went to Athens, uh me like I went with Luke and hung out with his little brother and we went to a Radar Hill. Like that's the cool like that is to me like the coolest part of Ohio is that whole area around Athens County. Um yeah, like I said, yeah. I went to Hockey Hills a few weeks ago. I mean, ago, it's in I, the Appalachians, so it definitely yeah, has <laughs> the deep south. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's beautiful it's, though. It is. It is you know? It's awesome, man. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That was one of the cool things that, like, uh, I, I, you know, from talking to other people who went to different schools, like that was like the one thing that, like, you know, you never hear from like uh, anybody else is like, you, you know, if you go to Ohio University, um, like you just there's there's nothing but like trails and hiking and nature shit right. to do. It's really cool. L- yeah. Literally nothing else to do. Well, you go, you could go on to Court Street. Where we grew That's up, right. there's just like a couple like forest trails that you can go on. Like there's no elevation change in the entire western half of the state. So You're uh, right. when I moved to Korea, Korea is like like over 60% covered by mountains. Yeah. Um, like small mountains that are like great for just a short hike. So yeah, I totally agree. I'm, I'm all about hiking. Uh, and it's like these small mountain hikes out here in Korea. We actually hiked up Mount Fuji on a trip to Japan nice that was, that was a sick hike i bet and it's the it, most beautiful view it would be if it wasn't cloudy and snowing at the top but <laughs> <laughs> that i've had that experience i've had that experience of hiking to the top of something and not being able to see anything you know yeah, dude. it happens to me more times than not so but it was still it's still really cool so yeah good call by beth hiking's great hiking is my favorite thing about living in la is yeah. the adjacency to so many great hikes. And I'm talking mountain hikes, like desert hikes. tropical, too, like a, a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? You, you don't get that kind of anywhere else in the U.S., you know what it's I mean? It's becoming more of a desert because it's on fire all the time. But, <laughs> like, the, the L.A. is so close to the Angeles Forest, and the Angeles Forest is not tropical at all because certain altitude, you get, you know, it doesn't feel like you are in LA at all. You know, that's the best part about living here is that you can get within two hours to skiing big bear to the desert. That's cool. Joshua yeah, tree, Palm dope. Springs, you know, it, yeah, it's great. Just great. Hiking that's, here. that's one of the, one of the neatest things about West Virginia too, is that you have those different options. It's, great it's a great state for hiking around here. Um, and like you said, you're only a couple hours away. You can do skiing. They have the resorts there. You can do rafting. Um, obviously we don't have like the varied climate that you get sure, in California sure, sure, sure. with the continental divide, but like, um, West but Virginia, still really great like, hikes. yeah, it's, it's beautiful forest landscape and, um, 
nothing nothing too incredibly high but it, it's just everywhere and so it's so convenient to to go hiking in a place where you know growing up in ohio um you know the most trees that i saw were in my neighborhood um <laughs> the, the difference between somebody thinking that you're the place that you are from is beautiful or not or whether or not there's elevation it really is like uh that's why like utah and colorado are so beautiful is because when you just live in like nebraska kansas it's like there's nothing to remember that's why the best hikes end in a vista of some sort hiking up a hill where you like get to a landing where you can see xyz is so much better than just your standard loop but even some standard loops are very fun and have like you see a cool river or you see a you know there's there is some (laughs) maybe you see some turtles yeah, maybe see some. T- and honestly, I'm I'm pro turtle. Like, give me the turtles as as the payoff. You know. Oh, I yeah. I see coyotes every. I I take my dog out through the woods and into the hills every morning, and I see coyotes and um. What else do we see? Wild turkeys. Hill people I mean, is uh, what you're thinking. Hill, yeah. We don't we don't go that far into hill the hills. Folk. We always we always turn around before we hit the hill folk. Before you start hearing the banjo music. Lumpy's yeah, right family. when you do hear the banjo. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Uh, all right, it's uh, Mr. Let's, Lumpy. Let's finish this up. Let's Mr. get Luke's number one. My number one is going to be it, it, I thought of it right at the beginning of this and I was like, I think this is the most genuine number one in terms of uh, things I, when I was a kid that I was just like, no thanks, I'm good without. And now I'm like, I'm good about it is yep. um, girls. Yeah. I thought that's what yeah. was coming. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, I think it's a cheap number one, but I think it's the most valuable number one. I love, uh, I'm engaged right now and I really love my fiance and I think she's, it's great to just have a num- you know, another number one in my in my co-captain seat through this ride of life that we've experienced together since for ten years we've been together. So it's like, it's wild to have shared something like that. But it really is more just as a kid how fucking terrified I was yeah. of girls. Just absolutely <laughs> couldn't, couldn't talk to him. Nope, dude. I was, and the thing was, I always, I was never like frozen in my boots. I was more just like tried too hard, cringe style with girls. You know what I mean? Like it, like I was somebody who someone's like, as long as you're confident, and it's like that's actually wrong. You, you can totally be really confidently the worst. You know yeah, what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, it, it is something it's more about just like as a kid being like i don't think i'll ever be able to relate in a way that you know on a level with with an i'm like oh wait they're just, they're people <laughs> they're, <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like, it's just really, to think like oh Aaron yeah he disagrees with you on that point i'm just that. so scared yeah he's against it yeah I was thinking more like uh, even younger when you're like a little, little kid and girls are just fucking like, get them Icky. away from me. I want to hang out with my, I want to hang out with my, my dudes. Like, I mean, that's definitely part of it. I'm thinking of like age 12 where yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, sure. I love girls, but I can't speak to one or talk to <laughs> one. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't know. I can't relate to you guys on that. 
Like I've always yeah, yeah, yeah. about the lady. The bloodbath been fucking forever <laughs> since he was three years old. Bloodbath just always be fucking. Right. <laughs> bloodbath do be fucking though. I told you that before the first time you met him. I'm like, don't look him in the eyes, and he always be fucking going hero at risk, dude. Yep, good advice. That's why Bloodbath's got his camera off right now, just to make everyone comfortable. <laughs> dude, on, we've already seen it enough. <laughs> yeah. uh, I forgot we used to tell people not to look him in the eyes. I, I still mean, tell people that. Do you really? Say, yeah. He does. No, I'm gonna start. I gotta start doing it again. Then I guess. I guess so. Good call on that, Luke. That's a. Uh, that was something I saw. Uh, that's a sneak peek for one of our listener responses, and I saw that, and I was like, "Of course!" Like, there's been an entire roller coaster of bad experiences with girls until like I met my wife, basically. So, yeah. You know, I. It's not even until I met my wife. It was. It was probably until I was in high school probably freshman year really but man oh man was terrified terrified as a kid if i'm 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 sure that if there was if my old aol instant messenger logs are out there somewhere of like when i was trying to talk to girls in high school jesus christ like i would have to fucking change my name and move to cambodia or something (laughs) (laughs) i have all of them yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Aaron still has Juno.com as an email or as an internet <laughs> service provider. <laughs> uh, I wonder if anyone has Juno as the uh, internet service anymore. No, dude, right? You can't. They're probably still pe- people probably built their own fucking operating system so they could still do that or something. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, honorable mentions then. Um, and honorable mentions are lightning round. We'll go real fast. So my honorable mention is Radiohead. Um, this was one where I was not the bigger man. Um, I completely hated them just because everyone else liked them. And then one night I did Mushrooms by myself and listened to OK Computer. And now I get it. And that's my honorable mention. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention kind of plays off li- like what Luke said, uh, but my honorable mention is vaginas. Uh, I-, I think, like I- like I said, I-, I grew up with women, so I was always like fine, like talking to them and being friends with them. But like I was like, but that's that's an unnatural thing that they have <laughs> going on there. And now today, I'll literally like cut off my own hand just to get close to one. So, vaginas. <laughs> Uh, Alan, what's yours? I respect that. Uh, <laughs> but not even boobs? I always, li- I always like boobs. It's like an yeah, edible complex or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, my honorable, honorable mention is wine. Um, I put it as an honorable mention because I, I felt like it was kind of a cop-out too, and I like coffee more than I like wine. So, wine. It's great. Showed you guys my goblet. It is a good goblet. That's a great goblet. Thank you for that. Love a good wine, especially the independent 2019 Bennett Valley Cabernet Franc. 
Ooh, it's a 2019 vintage. Huh? Oh, a very yeah. fine vintage. It's right before the world ended. Hot <laughs> 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 Podcast brought to you by the Independent 2019. <laughs> uh, Bloodbath, what's your honorable mention? Um, I think I kind of said it earlier, but uh, being organized, having like a routine. I used to always like to fly by the seat of my pants. I can't do that anymore. I got to keep everything organized and stick to schedule. You got too much shit going on. Important shit. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke, what's your honorable mention? My honorable mentions are sauerkraut, sourdough bread, and <laughs> I had another one in my brain that I forgot. But they're all food related. I think sauerkraut is the biggest number one thing that I immediately, as an adult, I'm like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, give me sauerkraut. Uh, yeah. G- give me that sauerkraut. Give me that German food all day that has a stinky cheese. Give me that stinky cheese. Give me something that's sh- is inedible and should be illegal to eat. Give me something that's <laughs> rotten, baby. I want to spread it. Give me a little bit of that honey on top of it. I'm going to spread it on a cracker. I want that. I want that funk. I want um all that good stuff i want i want sauerkraut i want yeah that's something that as a kid i could not fucking stand and i love now can i i have so much pickled shit in my fridge it's sad it's it's disrespectful (laughs) and the thing is i love it i love and i love k-town kimchi every like give me kimchi and everything man i love it i love that hit of acid uh yeah all about it Absolutely. That's another part of uh, a natural part of getting older. You've said like getting into history and you start pickling shit. It's yeah, part, of, progression. It's part shit. of history. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Preserving. All right, let's move on to listener responses. If you would like us to read your pod, your top three on the podcast, look out for the call on social media where we We'll post our topics, and if you give us your top three, we will read it on the show. I will get us started with Heather. Heather's number three is apples. Her number two is sweatpants, saying that she will still not wear them in public. Get over it, Heather. No one cares. And Get over uh, it, Heather. <laughs> number one is onions. All right. The second one is, from, is Craig, uh, previously from our high school albums episode. Uh, his number three is Brussels sprouts. His number two is the news. And his number one is Brad, who he wanted me to say is a friend of the rad hour. So, you know, yeah. we all used to hate him. Yeah. So he's, he, he just really loves Rachel Maddow now, where as a kid, he used to really just like Rachel Maddow. But now he's really, he's really That's weirdly that. probably the truth. Next up is Megan, whose number three is staying in on Friday night. Hell yeah. Her number two is babies. Uh, and her number one is going to church. And so, well, I like babies. So, they're. Hey, there you know go. what? Going to church was probably a chore for her when she was younger. And now it's probably a sense of community where she gets to see her friends every Sunday. And I, that's totally cool. That's lovely. I like, I like babies. So, one out of three. But it is <laughs> fucked know. up that you, it is fucked up that you hated God when you were young. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, that's that's kind of the whole thing with this list. It, that's the part that made it difficult for me. It's like, I didn't really hate that many things. I was just so ambivalent towards everything. Yeah, it know? was more just, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's more of a, of a taste shift than a 
I actively disliked, you know. Rat Boy. His number three was Mustard. His number two was Aaron. And his number one is... I legit cannot see that says. Here, I'll read it for you. It's no, seriously, I can't describe how much I hated Aaron, which is weird because he misspelled Lumpy's name. <laughs> Aaron isn't my name. He knows that. Lumpy, before I read Sarah, before I read this user uh, submitted next thing, top three, can you please say why your nickname was Lumpy when we were younger? So my nickname is Lumpy because everybody said they were going to call me Lumpy. And they said if it didn't bother me, then all I had to do was say, like, hey, don't call me Lumpy, but I'm I'm stubborn. Yep. And and it's Correct. been Lumpy for a decade plus. Okay, and, I so love, I, and I love that nickname. <laughs> all right. So first of all, I want to start this out by giving Lumpy credit for taking on the nickname Lumpy and really riding it out and making it his own and actually making it pretty cool. But yeah. <laughs> he's definitely did not say I'm stubborn loud enough. Because we were like, we will not change your name in our phones to Lumpy if you just simply say, hey, guys, I don't really like that nickname. Like, if you just say that, we'll drop it and we'll never do it again. But otherwise, we're going to change your name to Lumpy as a contact. And forever, anytime you text us or try to hang out, it will remind us that your name is Lumpy. And he's like, I won't give you the satisfaction. And he's been Lumpy for over a decade. So, yeah. Also, uh, I'm an anthropomorphic <laughs> potato. Like... Sarah wrote in that it's her top three. Uh, is tomatoes number three feel you there yoga number two hot yoga i really hated as a kid and number one <laughs> is tequila which i love that as a kid you were like uh, no i'm kidding that you didn't like when you were younger and now you love it i bet i bet you might have tried a little bit of mezcal or something smoky and you're like oh this has a delicious agave uh unique flavor <laughs> Tequila was on my short list of honorable mentions as well. Tequila rocks. Tequila is delicious. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, Nick says, number three, spicy food. Number two, tuna. And number one, girls. He says, years of research, cooties aren't real. Nick! Uh, Nick! There are (laughs) called STDs, dude. They are real. Yeah, they're 100% real, Nick. Do your own research. They call they call hu- they call cooties human papilloma virus, and I believe like sixty <laughs> percent of us are carriers or something. They used yeah, to call it all genital warts. They used to call it genital warts, and then big HPV rebranded, and we're like, let's just go with human papilloma virus because papillomas are warts. Of big HPV. <laughs> All right. The next one is Jess. Her number three was country music. Her number two was being alone, which like low key, like damn good one. And her number one was Brussels sprouts. Good call. Brussels sprouts. Another one of those foods that like if you ate shitty Brussels sprouts as a kid, I get it. But learn how to cook them right. They're fucking delicious. Nah, they're gross. I love Brussels sprouts. Oh, they're they're so good, man. Uh, Next up is Jill. Number three, the news. Number two, Arcade Fire slash Radiohead. Oh, hell yeah. I think, is, I think that's two. Um, but number one is <laughs> They're Broadway, technically the which, same band, actually. Yeah. Oh, I had, same I had guys. no idea. Huh. <laughs> Look at that. All right. <laughs> number uh, one, thanks. Broccoli. Big fan of Broccoli. Me too. Yeah. 
All right. Thanks, everybody, for your uh, responses. If you want us to read your top three on the show, again, keep your eyes out for the call on a top three podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Usually goes out on Thursdays in the U.S. And you can check our episode description for that handle if that's too difficult to hear. Uh, So successful top three, guys. I'd say. Hooray. We should we should talk about vaginas. I feel like we didn't really get to that. Yeah, we didn't hit vaginas enough because my original one was vaginas. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, let's wrap it up there. And uh, unless we have another couple hours on vaginas, we don't. <laughs> I forgot to make the joke I was going to make. That was like my honor mentioned is vaginas. If you don't want to hear me talk about them, skip forward ninety minutes. Yeah, I don't want to hear you talk about them because I had to share a bedroom wall with you. <laughs> yeah, you did, baby. That's right. It was I'm really, so really lobby. bad. It was really <laughs> bad. I, I know how the girls like it. Nice and sloppy. When Lumpy and I lived in the same house, he would come into he he wakes up early. He wakes up early, like Alan. He would come into my room at like eight a.m. in college, where I would sleep till as late as I could. He would come in my room, he would grab my gravity bong out of my room, trudge up <laughs> his stairs, and then we shared a bedroom wall. He would rip my gravity bong, which destroys your lungs. You can't, you can't do it and not cough. And then he would be my alarm clock, where I would hear him hacking up his lungs from ripping my gravity bong. Through the uh, aluminum, bro. We had the aluminum, yeah, too. That's, that's why I got brain damage. Dude, simply orange <laughs> bottle with the, the ratchet top. Best way Ooh. to do it. Was really good. But yeah, I would always wait. Lumpy was my alarm clock waking up, and he would rip my gravity bong. Uh, and then he would replace it. To his credit, he would come back and put it in my room where I was like still laying uh, asleep. <laughs> you <laughs> and your fiance. That is true. Yeah, you would come in when I had a girl in my room, no problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you ever seen a man's asshole before? Yeah, we yeah we liked that. <laughs> All right, a re- real we're gonna leave a, we're gonna leave everybody with that image as the final image of this episode of a top three podcast. So thanks everybody for listening. Again, please uh, spread the good word about the show if you want to support us. Tell your friends. Leave us a review. Uh, let's uh. Tell us how the image of that story that Luke just told affected you in a review. I'm horny now. your own <laughs> words. <laughs> I'm for real horny. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.